Welcome to the ministry of Reverend David Edigenfi. Reverend David is the founder and president of Kingdom Mystery Center Worldwide. He is an end-time apostle mandated to raise mature sons of God who will explicitly manifest their identity in Christ. Reverend David has a dynamic music ministry and is the author of Dangers of Wrong Marriage. His strong passion for soul winning has spread Jesus for all missions and evangelistic crusade ministry. Now listen to Reverend David Edigenfi. to him for thou hast created of things and for thy pleasure they are and will create unto you will lift our spirit souls and body we present our body unto you holy and acceptable unto you we present our soul transformed by the word of God. Father, release your word unto our life. For we are being made anew every day by the release of your word. Update us and bring us up. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Speak to me. Speak through me. And speak to your people. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. The call of priesthood. Everybody born again is called of God. And that fact must be established in your spirit. Until this reality and this truth is recognized, you will not become relevant in the body of Christ. Because you wouldn't know how important you are. And you wouldn't know that as long as you are called, you also would give account of their calling. And for that matter, you need to step up with whatever you are doing. And you are not just called. We are called as kings and priests. Hallelujah. I trust the Lord that by the time I'm done, you should go home with something. We are called as priests and we are called as kings. But I want to touch our calling as priests. You see, to be called as a priest, it is not the doing or the activity of any man. According to Jeremiah 1, the verse number 5, the Bible said that before I formed thee in thy mother's womb, I knew you. And I called you a prophet. And I ordained you. You see, that ordination we do by the apostleship or by the priesthood physically is just the acceptance of what God had already done in the spirit before the foundation of the world. As you sit here, there is a calling upon your life. As you sit here, there is a mandate upon you. 
And every mandate has a mantle it goes with. And for you to discover the mantle you carry, know the mandate. Without recognition of the mandate, you can never know the mantle. If Elisha didn't know he was called as a prophet to stand in the stead of Elijah, he may have gone after any other mantle. Look at the, the school of the prophet or the student prophets who were prophesying the departure of Elijah. I mean Elijah. They were just there. Why? Because they didn't have details as Elijah had. When it comes to matters of calling, you don't joke with it. Child of God, we are alive for a purpose. Purpose is what designs persons. Purpose is what designs persons. You didn't come before God started thinking about what to use you for. God thought about what he wants to do and decided and designed you suitable to suit his purpose. So you are alive for the intent. When you read Ephesians chapter 1, the Bible makes us understand that we were predestinated. We were predestinated. It means that he thought of us before for long. And for you to be predestinated means that your program is settled already before you began. How you will end is settled. You have been designed to be successful. We have been predestinated. So therefore, it is very important for you to identify and discover the purpose for your living. Other than that, abuse is inevitable, says my tomorrow. You see, the major work of a man is to do much discovery. Hallelujah. You see, your potential or your potency can hit its maximum. You can maximize your potency after you have discovered who really you are. You will not struggle and fight with people on light-weighted matters. You will not want to answer everybody because a man of vision, a man that knows where he's going, doesn't matter himself about many matters. Child of God, there are many things surrounding us. There are many activities we find ourselves in, but we are not called unto all. We are called unto one. This one thing I seek for. And that's what David said. So it is very important that in this life you must discover why you are alive. You are called as a priest. Let's read scriptures and then let's try to explain the scriptures. Let's start from 1 Peter 1 Peter 2 verse 4. In the category of priesthood, the call of priesthood, like I always teach you, we have two kinds of priests. <laughs> when you read Ezekiel, the chapter number 44 from 10 downward, the Bible explains it for us to realize that there were two kinds of priests who were serving the children of Israel. Those who betrayed their integrity and their, I mean, discipline and their, their, their focus on God when there was calamity and when the children of Israel were taken into captive. Who went to serve idols? Actually, everywhere a Levite goes, the children of Israel, the moment they recognize that you are a Levite and they are even in Babylon, they want you to become their priest. If they have a certain God, they want you to be the priest of that God. And there were lots of the Levites who went to serve other gods and ministered the ministration of the other gods unto the children of Israel. Now, when all matters were settled, they all came back 
And when they came back, they wanted to go and serve in the temple. And this was the mandate of God. The Lord told them. He said, for those who did this thing, the consequence of their actions, it will come upon them. But you see, assignment oh, cannot die. What you are called to fulfill cannot be terminated. Even if you die, you will answer for why you left it. So God told them, he said, they will serve in the temple, but this is what they are going to do. Because they ministered the ministration of idols unto the people, these ones have no reason to enter into the holies of holies or the holy place to minister unto God. But these ones, they will minister unto the people. They will minister unto the people. That means their attention will be the people. But child of God, we have two of priests that we are called into. In the New Testament we have the holy priest and we have the royal priest. It is two kinds of priests but actually for one to become royal priest must first be a holy priest. You must first be a holy priest. So when you read First Peter chapter 2, the verse number 4, the Bible says, To whom coming as unto a living stone, disallowed indeed of men, but chosen of God and precious, let's move on please, ye also as living stones are built up in a spiritual house. Say, I'm a spiritual material for a spiritual mandate. Ye also are built up as a spiritual house and holy priesthood. Then he said, to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God by Jesus Christ. So the mandate of the holy priest of God or the holy priesthood of God is to minister unto God. To minister unto God. Child of God, our calling is first unto him. For thou hast made all things beautiful and for thy pleasure they are and they are well designed. So it is everything is for God's pleasure. It's by reason of God. You are not alive because of anything. Child of God, you see, we can, you can be called to be a sweeper. Listen to me very careful. You can be called to be a sweeper. But that sweeping must be a ministration unto God. And how is that one done? The scripture said, it must be acceptable to God by Jesus Christ. No ministration gets acceptable before the Lord if it doesn't go through Jesus Christ. And no ministration can go through Jesus Christ or can be by Jesus Christ without the influence, the leadership, the guidance, and the guidance of the Holy Spirit. Many a times we can stand before God and begin to minister. Or we stand before the people and we will preach powerful messages. Powerful messages, and people will be standing. Actually, people will be falling down, chairs will be knocking chairs, but God may not be pleased because it doesn't reach there. Why the ministration has no Jesus substance in it? 
It has no Jesus substance in it. We are called as priests unto God to minister unto him. Let's read Mark 14, the verse number 4. Something wonderful happened there. Then we come back to 2 Peter. Then I show you something. Mark 14, the verse number 4 downwards. And there were some that had indignation within themselves and said, why was this waste of ornament made? Verse number 5. For it might have been sold for more than 300 pence. Let's go to verse, verse number 2. Then we will understand it well. But they said, not on the feast day, lest there be an uproar of the people. Three. And being in Bethany in the house of Simon, the leper. Look at this very careful. Look at this scripture very careful. Being in Bethany in the house of Simon, the leper, as he sat at meat, there came a woman. Somebody say a woman. Say a woman. There came a woman having an alabaster box of ointment of Spignard, very precious, and she break the box and poured it on his head. He poured it on his head, and then we jump to number five. The number five said, For it might have been sold for more than 300 pence and have been given to the poor, and they murmured against the act of the woman. Sometimes we do things, many people don't understand why we do them. Child of God, we may shout in a church while the preaching is going on and people may not understand why we do what we do. We may jump and people may not understand what, 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 what we are doing. People may even tend to look down upon us whilst we dance in the presence of God. People may tend to look down upon us whilst we come to church Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. People may not understand why we do the things we do. But hear the answer of Jesus Christ, when a certain woman did what no man could understand, Jesus said in the verse number six, Then let her alone. Why trouble ye her? She had wrought a good work on me. He had wrought it means he has worked out a good work on me. Child of God, this was before crucifixion and I mean the burial and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. But this is what Mary Magdalene did. Verse number seven. For ye have the poor with you always, and whensoever ye will, ye may do them good. But me, ye are not always. Let's move on. Verse eight. She had done what she could. She is come aforehand to anoint my body to the burying. But hear me, when the lady got there. She didn't pour the oil upon his body. He poured the oil upon the head. But Jesus interpreted this and said, this oil this woman has poured upon my head, she had rather anointed my body. Jesus now started describing the action the woman has demonstrated to bring out the spiritual reality. What she has done. 
that the service that we render unto the head of the body of Christ is actually a ministration to the body itself. So as a minister of God, as a pastor of God, as a servant of God, as an usher in the house of God, as a music minister, when you stand to sing, let not the pew be your focus. Let the head of the body be your focus. For as we minister unto him, we anoint the body. We anoint the body. We are first called as the holy priest of God. But what we treat today, we see people that want to impress people. We see people who want to look at me. Listen to me very careful. The body, the dynamics of the body of Christ, child of God, is a serious thing. If you are not very careful, you will measure it by the standards of this earth and think that a bishop is greater than an evangelist, and an evangelist is greater than an apostle, and an apostle is greater than a prophet. And people put coats and towels and mantles and cross and try to distinguish themselves by the item and the artifacts of men. But child of God, hear me. There is something that is going to rock us when we arrive in heaven. You will be shocked that a woman at the back there who meant nothing may be greater in heaven than his own pastor. If all of us have been called our relevance, <laughs> our scorings shall be related to how accurate we worked in our callings. So I may be preach, preaching here right now. I may be the one standing on the altar preaching the word of God to you. Anointing with laying hands and you falling down. Child of God, you were not called to stand on the altar. But yours was to stand in the pew and shout and motivate the preacher. And you did it right. But I, I preach looking at the faces of people to see who is smiling and trying to impress men. When we stand before the Lord, you may score 100 and may score 50. So don't forget that you are called first as a priest. And if as a priest, first among, I mean within the domain of the priest, you are called as the holy priesthood. You are called as the holy priesthood. The Bible says that as we come unto him, give me the NIV. He said as we come unto him, we are being built into a living temple. So our relevance as holy priesthood is to keep coming on to him. We are called to wait on him. To wait for him. And wait because of him. If we are moving, if we are late, we are late because he has not spoken. If we are fast, we are fast because he spoke. He must be the reason we wait. He must be the reason we act. And we wait upon him. We wait on him and upon him. Means that we wait on him for instruction. We wait upon him for strength. Who shall ascend the hill of the Lord? Who shall ascend the hill of the Lord? 
child of God, it is not measured by who is on the television. It is not measured by who has the largest congregation. It is not measured because I know the parable of the talent. The Bible says he gave one two and one one and the other one five. And when he returned, he took the one and gave it to the five but didn't suck the two. So it is not about numbers. It's about faithfulness. Thou good and faithful worker. What have you been assigned to? If we can understand the workabilities, the dynamics of the body of Christ, I bet you, I bet you, because there is something that the Lord has made the royal priesthood, I mean the holy priesthood of God, which must break forth that I'm about to show you. But yet it is hidden within. Say I'm called of God. See, I have the call of God over my life. It's a privilege. First Peter 4, let's move, let's, let's, let's move this place. Let's go to the verse number 7 there about. Let's see what's there. Until therefore which believe, he is precious. But unto them which be disobedient, the stone which the builders disallowed, the same is made the head of the cornerstone. The verse number eight, he said, and a stone of stumbling and a rock of offense, even to them which stumble at the word, being disobedient, whereunto also they were appointed. The verse number nine, it says, but ye are a chosen generation. A royal priesthood. Now look at the difference here. We've spoken about the holy priesthood of God. Who is supposed to wait on God. Wait for God. And wait by reason of God. The holy priesthood of God. Who is supposed to minister unto God. I want to show you something. He said. You are now a royal priesthood. A holy nation, a peculiar people, that ye should show forth the praises of him. When we talk about the praise of God, the your beings of him, when we talk about the your beings of God, talk about his mightiness. How awesome. When you saw him as a holy priesthood, that wonderful demonstration, as you were ministering unto the Lord, return with a testimony. Come and show forth the praise. That we may pray, we may show forth the praise of him who had called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. We may come with a testimony. When the high priest goes to the holy place and enters the holies of holies, when he's going, there's a rope on his leg. The moment he returns peacefully, the children begin to praise God because a testimony has returned. A testimony has returned. Today we have men of God. We have ministries. We have ministers who have not waited on God once but always have something to share. They are only offering strange fire on strange altars. The temple was in three chambers. 
the outer court, the holy place, and the holies of holies. Child of God. What was the work in the holies of holies? What were the items actually in the holies of holies? The commandments, the rod of Aaron, and then the what? The covering of the commandment where the Shekinah glory was dwelling, which symbolizes what? The presence. So, the, 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 the question is that, what is expected of the priest? What is he supposed to do there? It's only to wait on God. In the holy place, the priest is supposed to minister the showbread unto the people. It means the priest has activity there. But in the holies of holies, the only activity the priest had was to wait on God. Was to be with the word. So Peter saw this and said, men and brethren, let us find a faithful one, one filled with the spirit and assign him matters of the table so that we will commit ourselves to what? To the ministry of the word and unto prayer. What Peter was literally saying was that let us stop this class one things and enter into higher matters. You can go into a church and people are fighting about who is sitting here and who is sitting there. You can go into a church and people, I mean, trivial things. Yesterday I led a praise and worship. Today I'm supposed to lead. As long as it's a conference, I sing better than you. Trivial matters. The things we argue about. But your efficacy, your efficiency, your relevance as a royal priesthood has a lot to do with your, I mean, accuracy as a holy priesthood. Pastor, me, I don't preach the word, but you are called to sleep. Wait on the Lord. Pastor, me, I, I, I'm not a singer. Oh, but you are called to usher. Wait on the Lord. You enter into churches and the only way you are able to differentiate between a, a, an usher and a church member is the dressing. That is what tells. Those days it wasn't like that. You go to the temple to look for Philip and he has been transported to another place. A pantry man. Was full of the spirit that he was enjoying. Spirit, I mean spirit transportation. The church today doesn't find it relevant to actually get spiritual. The church today doesn't find it relevant to actually wait on the Lord. We, we, we have become more fashionable. We have become more stylish. But child of God, the call is a call unto life with a style. It's a lifestyle. It's not only a style. So when we choose the life, we must choose the style. When we choose the style, we make sure we choose the life first. We are called that we may show forth the praise of him. Man of God, the truth is that the reason why there are so many gymnastics in the body of Christ today and there are so many things happening around, especially in Ghana. I was listening to a Nigerian preacher who was lambasting Ghanaian prophets. In fact, I felt ashamed 
The reason why we have all these people that want to bring money to the church and tell you, I want to chant money, I want to multiply it, I want to give you lotto number, is because they are not priests who have waited upon the Lord. They have not occupied their office as a holy priesthood, so they have nothing to show forth to the body of Christ. So therefore, they must offer strange fire on the Lord's altar. They must offer straight fire on the lost altar. But mind you, those two guys that did this, they died. May the Lord deliver us. May the Lord help us. When you are called, I, I remember, oh, Barakata, 2008, I was waiting upon the Lord in the city of Kekut. And as I was waiting upon the Lord, the Lord deposited some amount of revelation into my spirit. Man of God, the moment the Lord deposited, I think I was around 28 days in fasting. I picked my bag and I said, I'm going. I thought I had it. When I picked my bag and I was going, I heard the voice of the Lord clear. He says, son, if you go, he said, anyhow you go, you will have people to follow you. But I want you to go well. Then I dropped my bag. And waited datelessly. I, wait, I lost count of how many days I spent in the Lord's presence. Until I got to a point. Now he said, you can go. Then I moved. Don't rush one of the temptations of the call of God is that when you are called, look, the, the, the beauty, the power of the voice of God that is calling you alone can let you feel you have the anointing to go. The Bible says that, <laughs> and the Spirit spoke to me, and the Spirit of the Word did what? Entered me, and it lifted me upon my feet. That one is for lifting upon feet, it is not for going. Don't go with that one. I said, don't go with that one. I said, don't go with that one. Many of us rush out. And we get out there, we realize we have no message. We get out there, we realize that we never waited upon him. We get out there, we realize that we have nothing to present. We get out there, we realize that we have become an entity. Therefore, we have to do gymnastics and sacrifice strange, I mean, fire on the lost altar. Say, help me, Lord. Can I tell you something? If you want to read if God is going with you, if you want to know if God is going with you, at every point in time, question the kind of fruit of the spirit you are bearing. If you pick your back and you are moving, question if you have bore the fruit of patience. If not, it means God is not in the steps. One can tell you I have forgiven you, but question yourself, have I bore the fruit of love? Then you realize that that forgiveness, God has not accepted it. It's not in it. At every step you take, question which fruit you have bore. Because sometimes, we can be even in administration, a minister and all the chairs are falling apart. Knocking each other. As though you are talking to your classmate. You need to question if you have that fruit of gentleness in place. Uh, 
Uh, some of you have, have, have ended up describing this otherness as the, the lost power. Do you know power? And ye shall receive power after which the Holy Ghost has come upon you. Then he said, you don't fall down, you don't jump, you don't crash. What do you do? You become a witness. So for us to know who is powerful, let's see who has the witness and the testimony of Jesus Christ. Who has it? Say, I'm a royal priesthood. I'm a holy priesthood. I'm called to wait upon the Lord. I'm called to wait upon the Lord. And I'm called to wait for him. Let me tell you something. Everything one needs to succeed in one day before your day of death. To succeed or to finish your assignment just in a day. Just in a day. is in the Lord's presence. He said, for thou will show me the path of life. For in thy presence there is fullness of joy. There is pleasure forevermore. Jesus was able to fulfill a global mandate. A universal mandate. Jesus' death didn't only affect human beings. <laughs> It affected everything, including the sea, including the fish, including the birds. Do you know why? The Bible says creation is waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. Your redemption is the redemption of creation. But this thing was achieved in three years. How did he do that? What I see my father do. Jesus occupied strongly the position of a holy priesthood. Therefore, demonstration as a royal priesthood was nothing to talk about. We are so interested in outside manifestation. Child of God, what builds us, listen to me very careful, don't joke with tonight's meeting. What builds us into his character and into his full stature and in the measure of his stature is not what we do unto men for them men to see you. It is what we do unto him where no eyes see. Pastor, I don't understand it. I will let you understand. Ephesians chapter 4, the verse 11 to 13. And he gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers. Yes. <laughs> he gave some. He didn't give all. He gave some. What is this? When we hear, I'm called into ministry. Look, let, listen to me very carefully and don't make a mistake. When we hear, I'm called into ministry, we begin to think we have been called as a prophet, an evangelist, an apostle, whatever, whatever. And this time around, when God calls men, we don't wait what he's calling us on to. We tell God what we want. Yes, God, I am a prophet. I'm, I know, I'm going they look for the, 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 the popular one, the one that has a lot of money, the one that has a lot of fame. The moment they hear the voice of God, it is like somewhere you are a child in the temple, you are sleeping in the temple, the voice is calling, yet you don't wait for what it wants to say. You run to Eli. Eli has nothing to offer. 
Eli has nothing to offer. The only thing Eli has is the old path. The Bible says, stand at the junction and ask of the old paths. So Eli told Samuel, he said, go back. <laughs> Tell somebody, go back to the voice. Tell another person, go back to the voice. He said, go back. And when he speaks again, say, Lord, speak. Thy servant heareth. Child of God, any man that fails to wait on God has nothing to say, has nothing to offer. If you force him to speak, ah. I pray. I pray for you. That the edge, the love, the patience, the desire, the appetite to wait on the Lord will locate you in the name of Jesus. May you not go ahead of God. May you not be late in his going. The Bible says that and Enoch walked with God. God was his focus. God was his focus. He walked with God until he was no more. At the point they looked for Enoch, they couldn't find Enoch. May that be your testimony. In the name of Jesus. And Enoch walked with God until he was no more. And James will walk with God until his snowball. Let it be said, and Pastor Blessing walk with God until he was no more. Look at Moses. Moses was called by God to the mountain. But when Moses was returning, man of God, you know what happened? Moses stood in front of the people and he veiled himself. Why? They must not see me, they must see God. The holy priest of God is not concerned about himself. It's not concerned about whether he went to Achimota school, he's finished university, he's done whatever. The degrees don't determine his going concern. The holy priest of God, what means a lot to him is the law. Oh, the other day, look, let me tell you something. Your, your love for God is not judged by your many activities. Your love for God is judged by your love for his presence. Your, how you are able to wait on him. Pastor, what are you talking about? When Martha was in activities, Mary was in his presence. And Jesus judged it and told him, he said, Martha, you are muttering yourself about many matters because you are called Martha. But Mary has chosen that which is good and no one can take it from you. He said, one thing is needful. One thing. One thing. It is through that one thing that we can get all things. Through that one thing that we can get all things. I see the Lord raising a generation. I see the Lord raising a generation. The fire anointing is coming into this house. Men that will not be concerned about themselves. Men that will not be concerned about their degrees. Men that will not be concerned about their marriage. But their focus is the Lord. How to grab the Lord. How to have the Lord. May you be that one in the name of Jesus. He never ministered power, man of God. He never ministered power. He was just walking. And a certain woman came from the back, touched him, and power went out of him. When you stand before God, you are power saturated. This is what is difficult for us. 
this is what is difficult because there are three levels of temptation we have to cross listen to me when it comes to things of the spirit eh? many a times we think it's easy but it's not easy because you see you cannot there, there is no any other entry point there is no any other entry point to the holies of holies it is only one place you must come by the court and go through the holy place before you go to the holies of holies you must be able to cross the boundaries of the flesh the last of the flesh the last of the eye the pride of life you must be able to break it you must bring yourself to a certain point where your flesh doesn't determine how you go you wake up in the morning and it is not about my flesh have i eaten or not but it's about can i fast a little can i have more of him can i draw much from him you must crush the flesh and after come to the realm of the soul where pride stays where ignorance stays where your emotion is at work you must be able to break those barriers before you step into the holy holies of holies it is not it is not a silver platter sometimes we think it's a joke and and I am a grophobic face and uncle when I still wait in a canister. Mamma, you know me from Kenya and your meaning. What do you mean? What do you mean? What do you mean? If you don't have it, you don't have it. People, people come to, into service, and the moment they enter the service, the atmosphere change. Do you know why? One day I was driving to a crime, I heard a siren. Whether I like it or not, I have to change. I have to park. We were in traffic, but before I realized there was a path for somebody to go. Certain presence creates paths. I have to park to make way for whoever is coming. Who is in the place? The, the person? I don't know. What is that? I don't know. Maybe it's a dead body. I don't even know. But I have to create space. Look, TV will not make you famous. Tell, radio will not make you famous. Don't tell me it's about social media. Don't tell me how beautiful your church is. It's not about that. If there is any beauty, Kiba, Shikota, Barat, Zigrasto, it is the glory of God. I say it is the glory of God. I say it is the glory of God. And we think that we can touch those physical things to manipulate spiritual evidence. Hey, don't lie to yourself. Don't lie to yourself. Child of God, you see, this message is important. I just, I want to close. I think, I, I thought I was just doing 30 minutes. I, I, have, I, I have just not finished in the half part of the message. Because there is another side. Let me just add it and then leave you. There's another side. You see, there are three realms you have to travel. You must run from the holy, the holy priesthood and come to the royal priesthood. And then now step into the demonstration of the light of the world. First Peter, take me back to that scripture. Take your seat. David said that it is sweeter than honey. It's a proof of the word of God. But ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, and holy nation, a peculiar people, that ye should show forth the praise. The praise. Child of God, that is very important. You should show forth the praise. That has a lot of things it does. When you go to just switch, let's just, let's just switch and come back. Let's go to Psalm 8, verse number 2. 
let's move there quickly quickly he said out of the mouth of babes and sucklings has thou ordained strength i need the one that says praise there's a version that says praise from the lips of children and infants you have ordained what because of your what to silence the foe and the avenger now let's go back but ye are a chosen generation, a royal priest with a holy nation, a peculiar people, that ye should show forth that strength, that praise of him who had called you out of darkness into what? His marvelous light. And that is the other part of the message. See, I'm called into light. Confess it until it means something to you. Come on, go ahead. Let the reality come alive. I'm called into light. I'm a royal priesthood called into light. Called out of darkness. Called out of darkness. Into his marvelous light. Into his marvelous light. I'm called into light. Told me about Dinny at your Makeni Namami. One could own our say, I met me Nama Yantubium said, A year won our Tommy about Dinny at your Nama. Kutona was there, I ye meet him. May the Lord deliver you from darkness. Let your eye be open and realize the light you are in. This is the problem of the believer. We are not able to accept where we are, it's a place. We have been shifted from one place to another. And in this dispensation and in this end time, if there is anything that you need, it must be the light of God.
Arise, shine, for thy light is come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. Ah, oh, that is a very powerful scripture. Arise, shine. The word arise means that assume and resume. Okay. Or resume to assume. Arise and take dominion. Why do I say that? When you shine, the, the, the intensity of your, the, the rays of the light or the, the, the lumens will determine your territory. Switch off some of the lights. Let me demonstrate it. When I talk about lumens, I'm talking about the, the intensity of the light. You see? It's left with only this one. You see some places are, are dark. It means that this light has strong holdings in this area. The level of your revelation will determine your control area. Okay. But when you increase the race, you realize that you are taking wider territory. So he said, arise and do what? Shine. For thy light has come. Where was thy light? The verse number two. He said, for behold, for behold, darkness shall cover the earth and gross darkness the people. What's the difference between darkness and gross darkness? One is a state, one is an entity. Darkness is a state. Gross darkness is an entity. Because gross darkness is actually in the scripture, it means dark cloud. It means a darkness which has been infested by certain clouds. In the Bible, when the Bible begins to talk about the cloud of witness, he's talking about the fathers of faith that has passed on. But that cloud is not of God. It is demonic infiltration. But when it comes to, when it comes to the people, the Bible says that they are infested demonically. Wickedness, not by architectural design, but actually by the rest of the demon, the demon in charge of the wickedness is staying in the person. Gross darkness. The word gross means raw. Undiluted. Concentrated. There is an influence of the darkness. He said, for behold, darkness shall cover the earth. You pass everywhere. Men are marrying men. Women are marrying women. These are darkness everywhere. Is that not it? Wickedness is abounding everywhere. But in whom gross darkness today if you say you are a man you leave your church door and don't close it gross darkness say it shall cover the people but the Lord but the Lord ah, but the Lord shall arise upon thee and his glory shall be seen upon thee. Is it not a good news? The Lord shall arise. Now listen to me. When you become born again, Jesus said that I'm the light of the world. And when he was going, he said, let your light so shine that men may see your good works and glorify your father. And then he said that you are the light of the world. It means that we have a certain light. So the verse number one says, Arise and shine, for thy light has come. But then when it comes to the verse number two, the Bible says, In the last days, 
wickedness shall abound. Is that not what he said? But God didn't leave us to dwell in that wickedness, that darkness. The Bible said the Lord, the word Lord there means Jehovah. He said Jehovah shall appear. That is the meaning in the Greek, I mean the Hebrew. Jehovah shall appear and he shall take his stand for your sake. He said then they shall see the glory. So in this end time, when people are devising wicked means, diabolic adventures to destroy souls and men, Jehovah shall appear. They shall see the glory of God upon your life. I said they shall see the glory of God upon your life. You have to shine. He said that the Gentiles shall come to your light. But kings and royals, they will come to the brightness of thy rising. In this end time, if you touch any business idea, they will call you a business mungu. Whatever you set your heart and your hand to do, by reason of Jehovah's appearance, it will break forth in glory. I speak as the oracle of God over your life. I speak as the oracle of God upon your life. I speak as the oracle of God upon your life. do it. If it is not that write it. Try something. Arise and shine. Let your voice worship the name of the Lord. Just worship his name. Just bless him. Give him glory. Thank you for listening if you enjoyed the podcast you can subscribe you can share with your friends take a screenshot and share it on your social stories and tag us at kmc worldwide for more information visit kmcworldwide.org thanks again for listening god bless you